hipster than drinking a Sam Adams bottle. I, I told you it it uh you see, yeah you can see it it uh it was in a it was in a four pack or it was in a variety pack. Oh, you're right. Yes, this is the one it's, that was hidden in the darkest corner of the. It's a uh it's the the Jacko, the Jack. It wasn't no, it was right in the front. It was, it's the Jacko, which is the pumpkin beer. Then they have Oktoberfest, I think, is in there, and then Flannel Fest, which is basically a darker Oktoberfest, and then there's like a hop lager, which is like a bit of an IPA lagerish type of mix. So basically like, let's fan, take but... two let's let's take two of our most popular beers, put them in the front of a four pack and throw whatever we have left over that no one buys behind it. Pretty much, yeah. So but hey, um, I appreciate the Munich uh the Munich Lager Flannel Fest. Yeah, uh, I got it. Sammy Adams Munich. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Look at you, flannel in the lager. Well, I'm not as fancy as you. I just went with good old American PBR, brother. American PBR in London. Well, cheers to that. Cheers to that, baby. This is what the Brits call exotic Budweiser. All right. This episode's already started. So, everyone, welcome in. Welcome in. Week one of the NFL season is a wrap. A lot of shit went down. A lot of overreactions from week one. Uh, a lot of bad injuries. Um, but we'll yeah. get into all of that. But, of course, got to start off with the birds. Snuck out a, a W in New England. Um, looked a little shaky. I think I, I will say I, I I give the Patriots credit thoughts. though. Their their defense looked legit. As their defense is always pretty good. Um, Obviously, sometimes they have some down check. years, but yeah, they they like they adjusted. They got after us. Um, but hey, I mean, Eagles barely gave up twenty. You know, twenty points. Um, I know there was a lot of like Mac threw for three hundred yards, but like. They had good field position all the time because Sipos still sucks ass. He and does. uh I don't know. I I I was a little skeptical on Dean. I mean, everyone was on the Kobe Dean. I was like, you know, he's got to prove a lot. Um, but I feel like once he went out after that first quarter, like you noticed the middle of the field and the flat was a lot more open. Um, they were making really that's all the reason we only got what two two sacks or a sack and a half. Or well, not a second half, but like the, what two sacks I think on Mac Jones was because he was getting the ball out in like a second. Yeah, like he was. I saw that first half. Hassan Reddick was beating the guy every single time, and just was like a second too late every time. And I was, yeah. I was like, eventually he's got to get there, right? Nope, never of got course. there. It was just like the I Super mean, Bowl, never got there. I, I mean, I hate the Patriots, and I'm not gonna like prop them up, but. God, night and day from Mac Jones with Matt Patricia, who should have never been an offensive play oh, yeah. caller or offensive coordinator, Not, yeah, to Bill O'Brien. Mac Jones looked so much better. Like, remember, this guy got benched last year. Like, and people mm-hmm. were calling on what the hell is his name? Bailey Zip or Zap or Zipper Zapper? What? Yeah. Zipper Zapper. Uh, I mean, yeah, Bill O'Brien made a big difference on the Patriots, but we obviously don't give a shit about the Patriots. So I'll move on to the birds. But I mean, it's week one on Tom Brady retirement night. Yeah, who cares? Week one, uh, I'll be honest with you. I was angrier at the Eagles before, like, I saw the Bills versus Jets. And <laughs> I'll be the first one to say I've been very critical of Rodgers. I'm not a Rodgers guy, but I do feel bad for him. You have I mean, to. it's hard to believe yeah. that he would come back. I mean, he's looking at, like, two years of rehab. I feel bad for the Jets. If you know a Jets fan, check in on them because they are not well right now. 
Just, uh, just I, check I, it. I did. Shoot him a message. I did. Yeah. I took on my one friend. She's not. She's not doing too hot. Yeah, this is tough. This is. I mean, have you ever like? Pour one out for it's you, like Sam. If you, it's like if you run down on Christmas morning to look at your presents to open it up and just realize that it's like the severed head of your parents in a box. Like it. It, it is night and day. It's like pretty, it was joy. <laughs> I mean, it's not too far off though. Um. <laughs> But regardless, uh, I think yeah, the Eagles they looked they looked rusty on offense. Hurts, yeah, yeah, I'm not too concerned. Yeah, Hurts missed a couple throw, um, a couple opportunities. Goddard not getting a single catch is disappointing. I don't understand the running back rotation. If you think Gainwell's a third three down back, why did you bring in Swift and Penny? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, offense line did not look good. They did not look like this unstoppable force that we've seen before. I thought AJ Brown and Devontae Smith both looked good though. They made plays. But at the end of the day, I mean, your offense couldn't really score. Remember last year when we couldn't stop the Detroit Lions and we were all worried about this defense? Um, but then what is what is you know, what do the football gods give you? They give you the Minnesota Vikings on primetime in week two and you smash them and then we forget everything. We forget the fact that we couldn't stop the Lions, or we forget the fact that we couldn't score points against the Patriots. I'm not I'm not too worried. Listen, good teams find a way to win. Look at the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs. Those are three very good teams, and mm-hmm. they all lost. Oh yeah, I mean September, like September's always. You, if you come out of September two and two, you could easily still make the Super Bowl. Oh, like it's not. Fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. So I mean, now I will say they need to take care of business against the Vikings. That is a game they can't lose because they got too many other tough games this year. And where's your off, confidence? Where's your confidence on the Vikings, though? Because my confidence hasn't moved. I, I I would not be surprised if this is a similar as last year kind of thing. We struggle week one, show some issues, and then smash the Vikings on national TV. Uh, as much as I wish that were true, I don't think they're going to smash them. I think it's going to be another low scoring. You realize the Vikings lost to the Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers and looked terrible? I know, I know. But I think, like, confidence, I'm like a 7 out of 10 that they're going to win. But... Oh. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. I did not like, now, this game's going to tell us a lot because um, it's going to be home. Um, I don't believe what rain is in the forecast for Thursday. Hopefully not. But I think, I think the play calling on offense was so ass and so boring because of the weather. That's, and because they're playing, they were playing the, like a Bill Belichick Patriot team. That's what I want to hope. Because I've never seen a more uninspired play called game in, in recent memory. Maybe since Sirianni first took over the Eagles. Like, they were just doing, right, very simple runs. And then Hertz was doing, like, five-yard passes. And they didn't go deep until the second half of the game. And, like, what, one or two explosive plays all game? Like, that's not the – I mean, sure. But they, they didn't make mistakes. I mean, look at this game. I mean, Hertz had a really what, what, bad fumble. I mean, Again. sure, but yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like, what won this game for the Eagles? The pick six from Slay, and then the fumble that the they defense. Into a touchdown. The defense held out. That's what won the game because the offense wasn't doing much. I, I mean, they, right, yeah, Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott won the game. I'll give him. Jake Elliott is great. We beast. love his like like eighteen fantasy would, points. <laughs> Crazy. I'd be the other way. I think going to Gillette with week one, where Bill Belichick has had a whole entire off season to think. I get about that. You, 
I get on that. Tom Brady's, you know, whatever half birthday or whatever was a tougher win oh, okay. than hosting the Minnesota Vikings who just lost to the Buccaneers at uh-huh. home for the home opener. Well, I yeah, but you got to think conversely, the Vikings, fine. the Vikings are like, oh, we just got embarrassed at home. We need to go out. Who gives a shit? A they, they're an inferior team. I'm not saying that. Th- I'm just saying. I think, and I, don't get me wrong. I, when I was watching the game, I was screaming at my TV. I was pretty pissed off. But at the end of the day, you saw enough good things. Like, yeah, the offense struggled. They they looked boring. They looked bland. I don't really understand the running game. So the way they ran Jalen Hurts made no sense. Like, they oh, no. were running Jalen Hurts on plays that you signed Rashad Penny to handle. Like, yeah. there was nothing exciting about it. The whole yeah, point him of being Jalen a scratch, Hurts as a runner. Him being not on the active roster to start that game, I did not understand why Penny was not on the, on the I, roster. I don't get There was, like, 10 carries that Hurts had that Penny should have taken. Yeah, I just don't. And even Swift was barely. Like, I like Gainwell, but, like, I mean, I, I was excited to you, see Swift. You know, he's when you brought quicker. in these running backs, you thought Penny was going to be your first and second guy with Swift and Gainwell coming in the backfield, and you were so bland and boring. You just handed off to Gainwell up the middle, or you know, ran Hurts on a you know quarterback draw. There was nothing creative about it. I mean, the first drive, uh, it looked like that's what they were going to do all game: just bully the 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 Patriots front seven, and they cleaned it up. And then we got lucky; we got an early lead and. Darius Slay had a nice pick six. and I mean, you can't say lucky. You know, turnovers aren't lucky. I mean, Bill Belichick is still an incredible coach. You knew he wasn't going to get just steamrolled all game. He was going to adjust, and he made an adjustment. I I mean, the the Patriots don't get blown out too often, so I figured it was going to be close. And it was. I I knew it was going to be sloppy. We have two first-time play callers, two first-time coordinators, I mean. So, you know, we'll see. The defense, I was less worried about like i would give the defense like a c but i'm giving the offense a like c? a d minus bro we won the game you're being a little a c they had a fumble uh, and a pick c, six c i'll give them a uh a c plus you're insane there was wait wait 300 yards from mac i i know they were on the field a lot but mac jones what, he 300 yards know. they gave up 20 points c they had a pick six a fumble for a touchdown and they gave up 20 points and you're giving them a C. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm a heavy critic too, but come on, relax, know, man. Like relax. They didn't get a single sack until like the fourth quarter. Who cares? They that's still our, won the that's game. That's the man. whole backbone of our D is supposed to be pa- rushing the passer. And we have uh, a single I, sack. I think you're being a C and a D on a game. They won. You're being way too over dramatic. Did you see the bills? Lose to the Jets without well, Aaron Rodgers. Did you get see the Bengals get steamrolled by the Browns? I'm not comparing them to other teams. I'm comparing them to what their standard is supposed to be. They are supposed to be, and I know it's September. That's why I'm being critical. But I'm gauging this as if this is where they're supposed to be at. And right now, that is not where they're supposed to be at. They, the, I'll give the I defense a B minus. I'll give them that much. But the, the offense, I was, think that's was, where you start. I, the offense was points. a D. The offense was a D. I'm not going any higher. 20, I, I, leave the offense alone. I, I mean, yeah, they didn't look sexy or exciting. L- leave the offense alone. The defense, ex- I thought, looked good. You went into Gillette. You went against this Patriots team for all you want to say. I mean, they didn't look bad. They didn't look like a bad team. Bill Belichick had that defense well coached. Mac Jones is going to be so much better with Bill O'Brien. If you factor in, like, it, that booty dude is literally booty. If he could just learn how to toe tap, they would have won the game. Juju Smith-Schuster had a brutal drop. Like, there was a lot of bad plays by their skill position. Um, 
I don't think the offense looked that terrible. Which I think just the says Eagles... remind. I literally said they got lucky on a lot of stuff, and you just re. Oh, there is no luck. that. You win or lose. Okay. I think you're being way too critical. I'll tell. You, I'll give you my three pluses and three minuses. Since you're a negative Nancy, we'll go with the three minuses first. First minus is this offensive line that has forever been a dominant force and the best thing about this team did not look very good. And against like, the Bill Belichick defense, I can understand. But listen, this is supposed to be your bread and butter. They're supposed to be the best part of your team. They Them not looking good is concerning. Second concern. I'm not worried about the line. I mean, second concern is Dallas Goddard did absolutely nothing. I know Jalen Hurts missed him a couple times, but Dallas Goddard, he's too good of a player to not do anything. Hurt, or I'm sorry, Brown and Devontae Smith made plays. Like he, they were targeted and they made plays. Dallas Goddard didn't have a reception. Like he's too good. I, you know, yeah. And I, I hate, I hate on when, when we watch games on the TV and the analysts are like, let me circle the players that were wide open on this play. That the quarterback, no shit. There's a wide open player every play. A quarterback can't. He's supposed to see every single player open in a three second, you know, window when he's got to snap it and when he gets the ball after getting snapped and then has to throw it because he got passwords in his face. They're not going to hit every guy. They're not going to see every guy. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm not holding that on. Like you know, I and don't get me wrong. They did circle. Goddard now, granted, he did. He did miss Goddard quite a few times but you know to say he missed them you know every time he was open is you know a little ridiculous but but still um, you're an impact player dale scotter was what when we did top uh tight ends he was top five like he he's he, number five he cannot, four, yeah he cannot be you know not getting a single reception i agree I, hertz looked a little giddy he looked i don't know if he was just because not playing in the preseason or maybe the well this you know, goes Patriots really getting goes, after him but this goes back to my third negative, the play calling. I know we got this um, uh, with uh, Brian Johnson. I New was coordinator, I get it, working out. Dude, it is so boring. Like, every Hurts run was so boring. It was a quarterback draw up the middle that wasn't exciting at all. And, I mean, I think that comes back to what you're saying. Is like, Hurts missed on some throws. He looked slow. He looked slow. Like, there's nothing exciting about it. Like he, no. Like, those runs need to open up the passing game. That was why you feared him last year is that – Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard were just unstoppable in the passing game. They constantly got open, and, and then you had this quarterback that could take off at any moment. But instead of running these options or running anything creative, it was a quarterback draw every single time. He wasn't even looking at the field. It was just, oh, let me take off. Let me do the you know halfback dive that you signed Rashawn Penny for. And it just eliminated yeah. so many of the good, exciting plays you had last year. How many – And I mean – like how many times a, did we see? Months. How many times did we see Hertz just like, maybe it was a uh you know RPO or design QB run, and he ran for like three yards and he was like, well, see, fuck it, I got to slide. Because everyone knew, everyone yeah, knew it, it was, was happening. It was so dumb. It was so boring. And again, I mean, I, I I want to say it was because of the rain because in the second half, they did a lot more like open like no backs full full wide receivers, and was throwing it a lot more so. Maybe the rain was like 10 times worse than we thought it was, but I don't know. I, I just think it was a weird, it was a weird game. I mean, it's week one. It's every team, like there's a bunch of random shit that happened this week um, on Sunday and, and Monday, I mean, but 
Yeah, it is, I mean, it is week one. I'm not I, again. Good teams I'm, find I'm, a way to win. Yeah, I want to be critical, but you know, it's to point out that oh, this, deservingly, these are the issues, deservingly. and I think they're going to uh, fix most of them. But you know, I'm not I'm not concerned yet. I'm not worried yet. I just obviously it's just something to keep in mind. So. All right, so negative, Nancy. I'm going to move on to my three positives that I saw this week because I mean, I'm surprised. I'm more optimistic than you are. Usually, you're a little more pep in your step kind of person, but. Again, I mean, I was, one. bro, I was, I, I, at one point I was losing confidence that we were going to win that game. And I started closing my eyes. Oh, obviously on, I started closing my eyes on every Jake Elliott field goal. And luckily he made all of them. Although I did open my eyes prematurely on the one where he hit the goalpost. And I was like, Oh my God, we're keeping them closed the full way through now. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but my three, my three positives, okay. my first one, Reed Blankenship who is going to have to step up and play a major role. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that they brought back Slay and Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it showed. Slay has still got plenty of big plays in him. But Blankenship, I thought, played really well. And, he did. you know, he's playing in a very solid defense, but he's taking on – he's not Gardner Johnson. He's playing a different role. He's not going to get you six interceptions, but he's all over the field and making plays. I was impressed with how well he looked. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see any but, missed tackles, really, from him. He made, he made a couple – Good stops. Um, it looked like he was in coverage on one of the touchdowns. I don't know if that was his fault or if he was just there when it happened. But um, I'm right. I'm yeah. very meh on Blankenship. I want to see what he can do. I I understand he's still young. Um, I didn't like what I saw from him last year, but I've heard. All right, so know, tell me this. Tell me this. Looking so week far. one. Tell me this. This league, did he look better this week than he did last year? Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's why he's my one good. of my positives. Yeah. He's going in the right direction. I, I'm excited for him. But moving on to my second positive, and this one is just a boring one. Like Devontae Smith and AJ Brown showed up again. They are two number one wide receivers in a boring offensive game. They both made multiple plays. I mean, Devontae it, Smith's touchdown was very and, nice. Oh yeah. And and Hurst threw a great ball on that too. And you know oh, yeah. what? The passing game will be fine because you yeah. have those two and Hurts throwing the ball to him and Goddard whenever the hell he wants to make a catch. I will say I don't know. There was something about AJ Brown on Sunday that he just seemed like super focused, super like locked in. Like he wasn't really like taunting or dancing a lot. He was just like like really focused, wanted to just play the game and get out, get like get the win or whatever. But it's week one. The the slate is wiped clean, man. You you, you can talk your shit and do your dances and everything when you're ten and two. When you're zero and zero, I don't know about that. I think but it's kind of cool, number... though, that they uh, – sorry to keep interrupting you. I'm, I'm taking, a, taking a trick out of your hat. But uh, I think it's kind of cool that both of our starting receivers are, are captains. That's a pretty unique – I don't think I've ever seen that before. So I mean, both our starting receivers are going to be top 10 wide receivers by the end of the year. They should be. But my number one – my number one positive uh-huh. – and honestly, you could go either way with this because I thought Jordan <laughs> Davis was a hell of a player. He made a couple mm-hmm. really nice plays that big half, guys half a do, sack but... and a forced fumble. Dude, he was all over the field considering how it is. But Jalen Carter, man, I can't believe the NFL let the Eagles get Jalen Carter because <laughs> oh my dude, he is a it. problem. He was taking on double teams. He looked like Aaron Donald out there. He, I mean, he, like he I know he good. was doing really good against he third string good. offenses in training camps, but Dude, this is against first string offense. Like he is a problem already. Did like you... this wasn't we were awake in a couple weeks. Like he is a problem. Do you know how many times I rewatched his sack and he's getting he's getting held? Grabs oh, Matt Jones with force. one arm 
while getting held and just pulls him down. How many down, double like, teams? How many double teams did you see him on? Did you see Fletcher Cox come to life? I that was oh, more yeah. I saw of Fletcher Cox than I I saw all of last he year. He was out that whole drive, I think, and then he came in right near the goal line and made back to back huge tackles. I was See, like, you know what? It, it's what? give it a couple weeks. Give it a couple weeks. But the rotation is going to be Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis first and second downs, and then yeah. Jalen Carter and Fletcher Cox on passing downs, and Milton Williams whenever you get bored. Because yeah. man, J- Jalen Carter cannot leave that field. He no. is a menace. I, didn't I see can't t- believe we got him. I didn't see too much of Nolan Smith. I'm guessing they're working him in slow. Um, uh, what's the rush? And even BG, Sweat I feel like good. wasn't wasn't in too much unless he was but just. It, it's, Exactly. Time, but... What's the rush? Reddick is a bona fide superstar. Sweat look good. You know, Graham's gonna play before Nolan Smith. It, it'll be fine. But yeah, forget forget Nolan Smith. Like I, I love him, but Jordan Davis was was incredible. Jalen Carter is gonna ruin the NFL. Like yeah, I, I'm. There is that's some why problems I'm there. I'm. I want to see what they do against Minnesota. A more high power offense. Um, are they? They scored. Yeah. The, yeah. They scored pretty much the same exact points as the Patriots did. Yeah, but they're still uh, they still can go. I mean, Justin just Jefferson could go off at any time. Um, I mean, who else you got Hawkinson, besides Justin Jefferson? Hawkinson. Oh, okay, um, Addison's got pretty solid. He's a rookie. I, don't know. I mean, the Vikings scored less points than the Patriots did against a much inferior defense. Sure, but I'm I'm just. That, again, the the Bills had thirteen points, and they have a really good de- a really good offense. So quote know. me now, quote me now. Bring me back to twenty. What are we in twenty twenty three? Bring me back to twenty twenty two. We have some doubts. I I can actually visualize me and you arguing about how terrible Jonathan Gannon's defense was, and he couldn't stop the freaking Lions. Yes. And then we smashed the Vikings, and everything turned it around. We will smash the Vikings. Well, it won't be close. <laughs> we will all, crush all, the Vikings. I'm I'm just laying out. All the groundwork for all the issues I saw week one. I don't sure. think they're gonna persist most of them. Um but yeah, I I the defense, I think the defense is going to end up being better than it was last year. Well, um, Jonathan Gannon isn't here anymore, so obviously. That looked a lot he's like Jonathan over, Gannon's defense though. So he's I mean, over there hyping corner, up millionaires on Septibus. We had we had cornerbacks all the way back in Citizens Bank Park, you know, trying to cover receivers. So I uh, we'll we'll That's see. That's true. But uh, um, again, it's his first time as the Eagles, you know, defensive coordinator. It's you know, um, who who's a is it Clay? Is he the offensive coordinator? I forget his name. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Is it, I think Clay's the special teams coach. Which special teams? Again, looks like a liability. But I mean, it is besides, what it besides is. field it goals. Is. But remember when it was like week fourteen last year, and we were bitching about our special teams. Like, if you're bitching about special teams. Unless you're the Buffalo Bills, like it's a good thing to bitch about. Fair enough. Fair enough. All I'm right. not worried. I think your ridiculous grades about C minus and D is insane. They I'll won. give. All right, it's I'll, week I'll give, one. Nothing's gonna be pretty. I'll give the defense a B minus because I just looked at. I looked over the stats give again. The and, defense a B minus. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going higher than B minus. They should have had they ten sacks when the three out of five of the stars for the fucking Patriots offensive line was out. That's no excuse. They need to get after the quarterback. I don't care. I'll, if he gets it out as soon as he gets the ball, they need to get after a pick him. six and a fumble for a touchdown, you know, a forced fumble for a touchdown drive doesn't mean anything. I mean, they gave up. They let him throw 59 fucking times or 54 times. So 
I mean, they were on the field I mean, way too much. I think I think the offense didn't do them any favors. Well, exactly. That I'm more concerned. I'm not. I have no worries about the defense. I'm saying they're going to get better, but I'm telling you, based that was a B minus. Uh, look, that's a part of the game if they're on the field too much. And I give them a I B minus. Look at all. All right, fine. Well, I agree with Mac you. Mac Jones is not at, a world beater here. We shouldn't sure. even let but him get. Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis looked incredible. Sure, Hassan Reddick didn't show up, but. Nicobe Dean looked great up until he got hurt. I thought Blankenship played well. Slay was obviously incredible. Bradbury, I mean, I don't know. You know, he was there. But there's enough to be happy about. I think the the offense hurt the defense more than anything. I think the defense gave you a lot to be excited about. Sure. The offense will will figure it out. I mean, you have an offense of Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Devontae Smith. I'm not worried at all. I'm more worried about the defense because you have one and two-year guys in key roles the offense could not care less they'll figure it out i know right. my biggest negatives were offense but they'll figure it out well yes quick turnaround thursday night so you know they they're gonna crush the vikings i sure hope you so heard it here first I sure they're so. gonna crush them moving on i think we got enough of our eagles events and uh excitements out uh the lions stunned the chiefs on uh nfl opening night last thursday um, I mean, Chiefs didn't. Boy, does it! <laughs> you take away your best defender and your best offensive weapon. I mean, obviously things are going to be rough, but the Chiefs naturally looked like a, a different team without those two players. Um, they looked like they had one of the greatest football players of all time with a whole bunch of scrubs. They looked That's like much what the Chiefs had. when they were in the Super Bowl and they just couldn't block Mahomes. But instead of not being able to block him, nobody could catch the ball because Kadarius Tony had three drops and. <laughs> Looked like he uh, just didn't know where he was. I'll be the first to admit I'm I'm very unathletic and don't have great coordination. I could have easily caught at least one of those three balls. Easily. Hmm. Easily. I will say it made me a little sick to see uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who I wanted the Eagles to resign, ball out. And then uh, Brian Branch, who I wanted the Eagles to draft, also ball out. But uh, hey, man, lines lines D's come a long way. They look uh look much better. I mean, their offense. I mean, honestly, they probably should have blown the Chiefs out a little bit more here. They only won by one point. But ah, uh, listen, it's the Chiefs, man. You got Mahomes. You got Andy Reid. You're not gonna get blown out. Yeah, I mean, I had my defense rookie of the year, and Jalen Carter looked really good. Jameer Gibbs, my offense rookie of the year, did not look. You don't really get the ball much. I, I think know, that'll change. No, he looked pretty. I don't know. I thought he looked pretty good. He looked good, but I'm saying he didn't get he didn't get a ton. Of, I mean, Montgomery, I think, got more touches. But uh, I, mean, I mean, what did you want him to touch the ball 1,800 times a game? No, was, you know. But Chiefs will rebound. Um, spoiler, maybe not this week because I think I have an upset coming. But oh, um, do you? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, right. Another upset we had: um, the Browns trounced the Bengals twenty-four to three at home. In Cleveland, in the dog pound. Uh, Keep that in mind when you want to be giving the Eagles C pluses and D minuses. We did not get blown out by a division opponent in Week One. I'm just being. I mean, I would give the I would give the Bengals a F and an F. I mean, I'm well, pretty, I'm pretty harsh smashed. critic. <laughs> right, I mean, but I mean, Watson and the offense looked like decent, and uh, but man, that defense with what was it Darius Smith and Miles Garrett might be that the scariest duo. <laughs> Coming off the edge there, that's that's terrifying. Did you see the play? There was a, a replay of Miles Garrett was waiting for the ball to snap, and he was just like 
you know, doing like crossovers in the air with his like pretending he had a basketball. Just doing crossovers. I mean, as soon as the ball snapped, he just fucking went and sacked the quarterback. I was like, well, there's oh, some man. people that just like <laughs> genetically different. All right, bigger concern or bigger notice. How good the Browns defense line is or how terrible the Bengals offensive line is? Uh, how good the Browns defensive line looked. I think the Browns yeah. defense as a whole looked really, really good. I mean, Denzel Ward, you know, healthy. He did show up. He's going to look really, he's going to be good this year. Um, because that was a question mark because their offense has weapons, you know, and if Watson can play decent enough, I said this before, like I think they can win at least half their games. Um, so I did the Browns, the Browns will brown, and I'm sure they'll have games where they'll look like crap. Um, but I think they looked they showed out. I mean, I had them making the playoffs this year, and I think this is a good sign for them. So um another game we had with uh some nasty injuries the ravens beat the texans 25 to 9 um texans are very much still rebuild rebuild mode but um you know it is what it is uh ravens lost another running back but they they have to be the most injury prone team in the last decade i have never seen a team just have injury after injury every single year um, what do you mean? J.K. Dobbins makes up sixty percent of the injury list. I was gonna say it's just he, the same he, person. Did he tear his ACL over last year? <laughs> like, That's what I mean, dude. Like, pour one out for J.K. Dobbins because those legs are never moving oh, again. Man. Yeah, especially running backs. Like coming back from those injuries is is rough. It's tough. But uh, Lamar looked a little shaky, and then he settled in a bit. But uh, I mean, they they took care of business. So, um. The team that Tim's been shitting on, who is also Tim's favorite uh, must-see TV team, uh, the Vikings, lost to the Buccaneers 20-17. to uh, You have Baker Mayfield game, running for you know big chunks of yards, stiff-arming cornerbacks, telling them to get in the weight room. You know, it's a little concerning. He lived for those moments. He lived for those moments. What did he say? He said, get your fucking weight up, little boy, or something like that. Like, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) A guy like Baker who just loves to trash talk, he lives for those moments. I don't like Baker, but I like the trash talking. I think it's funny coming from a quarterback. But to be fair, the game went to, you know, went to the wire. Yeah. Classic Vikings. Classic Vikings. Uh, another game that uh opened up in the second half. Falcons beat the Panthers twenty four to ten. Um, Bijan looks, he looks like the real deal. Had a nice juke, um, for a touchdown, and even even the backup, um, Algier had I think a hundred close to hundred yards rushing. So it looks like they're gonna sure, gonna use both of them quite a bit there. Um, I mean, you got two Ferraris parked in a parking garage, like. Let Drake London, Kyle Pitts out, man. How fast yeah. can a Ferrari go in a parking garage? Like they are just there's too much. That's what I'm saying potential. Some, they have some weapons. Yeah, they, they don't have a quarterback, and the offensive system is not built for passing. So it's disappointing. But I mean, I think it's going to be more of the same. Oh, and uh, I gotta, I gotta do a nice cheers to my top five safety, Mr. Jesse Bates, balling oh, out when you were giving him all that shit about going to the crappy falcons that he wasn't going to be as good and he had a phenomenal game so they beat like a rookie quarterback (laughs) he he picked off a rookie quarterback twice congratulations 
Hey man, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Miles Sanders looked pretty solid for the Panthers. I think he although I think That's he had true. a fumble or something, but that sounds like Miles Sanders. Yeah, had a boy. If there was ever a player that I just was so happy it was not gonna be back in his eagle, that's Miles yeah. Sanders. Here's a game that I heard nothing about until I looked at the scoreboard. Commanders beat the Cardinals twenty to sixteen. I don't know what happened in this game. I didn't see who cares. Like I was watching football all day and I saw highlights from I think every game. I don't think I saw a single highlight from this game. Like I don't know what happened, but hey, Commanders won. They played football. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did play football. Um another team that played football, the Jaguars beat the Colts 31-21. A lot of these games were pretty close at halftime, and then the, the better team typically pulled away. Um, but it's man, Cal- fun, oof. Calvin Ridley, baby, he is back. Yeah. Happy for my fantasy team. But he yeah, I, I'm excited for the Jaguars. They looked, they looked good. I know it was the Colts, but they, I mean, ETN I thought, I, was looking good too. And even I thought even, Anthony uh, Richardson Jones. looked pretty well. I yeah, thought Anthony Richardson did. looked pretty well, though. He did. I, he's I, in a good system. He's very raw, but he's in a good system. And I, I think, I think they're going to take advantage of, of hey, his ten, skill set. Ten, I, I think he's going to be a problem. 10 point loss to a, um, Playoff team from last year with your rookie coach and rookie quarterback. That's a good game. That's a good game for the Colts. And no Jonathan Taylor either. It's very true. Not to rush back to another wide receiver that hasn't done anything and had a comeback. Michael Thomas had a couple plays. You know, the Saints beat the Titans 16 to 15. And again, another Commanders versus Cardinals. I forgot they were playing game. Yeah, I didn't see any. But he went <laughs> he went for five receptions, 61 yards. Like, I know it's nothing sexy, but I remember okay. watching a highlight. He had like a 20-yard reception. I remember a highlight, and I was like, oh, shit, that's Michael Thomas. Like, that's actually the guy that, you know, I keep drafting on my fantasy team for the last three years, and he never plays. I will say I, I did see one highlight, and it was Derek Carr – scrambling outside and overthrowing Michael Thomas in the end zone. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, is that, is that Michael Thomas? He's playing. <laughs> so give it time. Give it time. Um, yeah. So that game happened. But another nail biter, uh, Jimmy G and the Raiders took care of, uh, Russell Wilson, and the Broncos 17 to 16. Also saw no highlights from this game, but Jimmy G uh, left at some point. I don't know who the backup for the Raiders are, but I was watching this on red zone and I was like, who the fuck is that? Hmm. I still don't know. I mean, you know, blame me for poor it, research because it's Tuesday and I haven't looked into they it have, yet. Funny enough, they have a, a quarterback on their team who wears number four, and he looks very similar to Derek Carr. It's like, what is the what are the chances? Someone was like, he looks like he would play Derek Carr in a movie. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if yeah. he's wearing his number, you would you would assume he has some kind of like you know he's got to like capitalize on that like I like you got to grow up a beard you got to look like him you know otherwise what's the point of wearing his number? Yeah, I did see a highlight actually. It was Jimmy G got like a first down to help seal the game on a on a QB run. So, um, what else we got here? I this might be my surprise of the week. Um, the Rams beat the Seahawks. 30 to 13. I was really close. I was really thinking the Seahawks are going to be a, a good playoff caliber team this year. I mean not not really cuz of Geno, but I think the pieces around them, they have a good receiving group, good running backs, their defense is getting better. But I, just, I mean Matt Stafford think, looked like Matt Stafford of old, 334 yards. They had two receivers over 100 yards I've never heard of. So See, but that's that's the thing like 
I wasn't super hot on Gino coming into the year, but that's the difference. Is like Gino has a good year with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Matthew Stafford just rolls out with terrible wide receivers and dominates. Like they're they're two different you have players. I don't uh, Puka I, Nakua, who I've never heard of, yeah. 10 catches, 119 yards, and Tutu Atwell. Where do they get these names from? Six catches, 119 yards. I'm not buying Geno Smith. I didn't buy him preseason. Like I no, thought the I, he's last sir, year he's was a, he's a, but he's a decent quarterback. He could start on most teams that that don't have a. An but he's better off. I, I don't know. He's. I, I'm surprised that he started on a. Were they a playoff team last year? I don't think they. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They yeah. were. Yeah, they got smashed in the first Six, round. But they sixteen did for twenty six, hundred and twelve yards for Geno, but no That's picks. Terrible, but. They didn't. They look. They did do nothing. I mean, DK had he's Gino is a yards. Kenneth Walker at sixty four. That was it. Gino's a backup quarterback, and I feel like we're going to see him come crashing back to life. I feel like there's a be- there's a better chance that the Rams win their division over the Seahawks. While you know, obviously the Niners are going to bully everyone oh, who yeah. went on to smash the Steelers. But I feel more confident with Matthew Stafford in a terrible roster than I do Seahawks and Geno Smith with a. Very nice offense. Mm. All right. Probably what uh most people would say game of the week. And unfortunately, we didn't get to watch it because it was on the same time as the Eagles game, unless you were streaming two games at the same time. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Chargers 36-34 in a phenomenal game. I mean, Tua looked crazy. 466 yards, three tutties. Um, you had Herbert through for over 200. Um, Terry Killo, 11 catches, 215 yards, Unreal. two touchdowns. This is crazy. Crazy. Listen, man. Dolphins are a good team. They're just one concussion away from not being yeah. relevant. Yeah. They weren't a bad team last year. It was just two of them not stay healthy. Was it what? They, they start out slow or they ended slow? I can't remember. Well, two of got his brain scrambled and then they ended slow. Okay. So, because so, they were like, what, seven and one or six and one? Because they were right oh, there yeah, with the he Eagles. Was cooking. Yeah. He's just unfortunately at that point, like there is no concussion protocol for Tua. Like if he mm-hmm. gets hit in the head, like that's it. He's not coming back. He's out yeah. for the year. There is no protocol. Let's see how he looks in two weeks. Like that's it. There, the, he's so tender right now. There's no way. Um, hopefully he stays healthy because they look they look pretty good. Chargers they though their really defense good. is it's they're the weirdest. They have so much talent on that defense, and yet every year they're just like terrible they just give up so many points i don't know uh tim tim's i'm sure gonna gloat about this jordan love and the packers looked pretty good 38 20 over the chicago bears and meanwhile justin fields looked like uh dog water um dog water that's that is insult compliment where are we going with that that's that's, that's a new one would you would you drink dog water i mean it depends on how fresh it is Okay, well, uh, 216 yards, a touchdown interception for Fields. Uh, I mean, ran for 60, but, like, am this, I, is, this am looks I... like the same Bears of old. And he got all these weapons, like, upgrades on the team, and it's the same story so far now. I am so happy. Uh-huh. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but I'm I'm giddy when we match up. I don't think Justin Fields is that good. I, I, listen, I agree with listen, you. Listen, if, if they suck halfway through the year, I would not be surprised if they try to drive a quarterback and like if they got a top five pick. I mean, it's gonna shocking. be a weird. Dra- Listen, it's gonna be a weird draft. Not, I mean, we're in week one of the NFL season, so but the Cardinals have potentially two top five picks. 
Mm-hmm. They have a franchise quarterback under contract, which is the big thing. I mean, yeah, they drafted Josh, Josh Rosen top 10 and then moved on from next year. But like Murray is locked to them. They're going to have to give up a lot to get rid of him if they want to do that. I don't even know where he would go at this point. Exactly. I could, actually, I could see in a weird oh, way, I could see him getting shipped to Seattle. Dude, the top five, the Caleb Williams sweepstakes might come down to two teams. You have the Bears with their own pick and the mm-hmm. Panthers pick, and then the Cardinals with their pick and the uh, Texans pick. Two teams that are locked into their quarterbacks. I mean, I, I already Cardinals heard... have the contract, but the Bears passed up on the first all pick this year. Are they going to do it again? I don't know. I mean, I some I forget what I was mean. Somebody said the Texans if they if they go if they end up with the number one pick could take could take Williams. I'm like, why? Well, I just don't. Unless he's like like astronomically, well, the Texans don't have a first promised pick. to be better. I don't. I don't. Know. Well, the uh, Texans don't have a first round pick, so I think that'd be complicated. That's true. Maybe whoever Moving I was to was an idiot then. All right, so that was that, and then uh, a game that I don't know how to feel about. The Cowboys smacked the Giants forty to nothing. I mean, they did. Didn't see that one coming. That was a weird. I, I put it all. I put the game on, and. Like the Giants got the ball, they were driving down the field. Saquon was looking good, and then all of a sudden, it just it was like disaster struck. Like Pompey had struck, and <laughs> lava was flowing everywhere. And it was like interception and fumble, and like just poor execution and terrible play calling. And like the Giants just <laughs> imploded. I've never seen a team just shit the bed so much. Like they looked like. They were scared. I was just. Can I just, I, can I just I, I rattle just, off? I don't know. Can I, I? So this is one of those games that like you got to understand with the time difference. I got to pick and choose when I'm going to like invest myself. The Cowboys winning 40 to nothing is not a game I'm investing myself in. No. To wake up the next morning and look at Dak Prescott's just stat line. <laughs> 13 of 24 Wait, was, with 143 was, yards was, and no touchdowns. That was my next point. You, you, like what the heat? That's horrendous. Yeah. And then you and then you look at the score and you're like, oh my God, they won 40 to nothing. How I was the gonna, fuck did that happen? I was gonna say, if I told you that Prescott had 143 yards, zero touchdowns, and Daniel Jones had 104 yards, zero touchdowns, you think the game was gonna be 40 to nothing? No. The Cowboys would have been like number three one to wide six. <laughs> Tony Pollard had a fumble. Like yeah, I, reading Dak though. Prescott's yeah, reading Dak Prescott's stat line and their number one <laughs> running back getting a fumble. Like, where the hell happened? They, these, <laughs> their stats are like halftime stats. Like, they're not, That's it looks insane. like they didn't play a full game. Like, Darren Waller at 36 yards, CeeDee Lamb at 77, Pollard at 70 rush yards, Barkley at 51. Like, I, again, it's, like, it's a weird you got to pick and you got to pick and choose your games. And I didn't put any effort in watching this game. So I don't actually know what happened. It was just but... the giant. Uh, Special Cowboys uh, defense and special teams was just wrecking havoc. I mean, Micah Parsons. So I'm just I'm just assuming like Daniel Jones was like just handing it off to Micah Parsons. Pretty frequently. much, yeah, pretty much. Okay. He was like, hey, I don't want it, take it. I'm scared. He hit him um, with the Geno. Oh my god! And but, just gave him the ball. But I will. I, I I'm loving. I'm actually loving all of this Cowboys, uh, like pro Cowboys talk right now, because I can't wait for it to come crashing down when people realize that. That was just like a really good defensive performance, and the Giants played like dog shit. And you had Prescott didn't have to do anything. 
He threw for a hundred fucking yards. Like you're not the day the Cowboys are not going to look that good. Their defense is going to win them some games, but until Prescott proves he can be consistent, I can't wait till everyone gets a you know a rude awakening. So but, wait, are you telling me that Daniel Jones is not worth forty million a year? Maybe mm. Saquon is worth more than like ten, but uh, you know mm. what? We digress. Mm. And the final game, which has probably the biggest implications of the year so far, the Jets pulled off a thrilling. Well, I wouldn't say thrilling. It was thrilling at the end. I mean, game. it was it was it was there. Well, okay for for someone who like me who likes a lot of defense, like when it's like good defense, not like four and outs every time. So um, you you love special teams and three and outs. You you're a big no, not, three, not three yard outs. halfback. No, I like kind of I like competitive games, but when the defense wins, like the matchups, so like I offense know. will start driving and then they make a big play or like an interception, or whatever. Anyways, so Jets won 16 in overtime. Josh Allen, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to you know copyright this phrase, but he looked like dog shit, dog water. He did dog poo, whatever you want to call dog it. Dog water. That's that's a new one. That's you never that's heard dog water. Don't act like dog water is a thing. It is a thing. I'm gonna. I'm you've gonna never. You've never right once now. heard dog water. Hundred percent. I mean, listen. You've been in London you, too you, long. If you're gonna drop it, you have to stick to it. Don't give me this dog shit. Sure, that's a common phrase. Dog water. No. You're just psyching yourself out here. If you're gonna say something ridiculous, you got to stick to it. Dog water uh, is urban, something that only you. Urban Dictionary says dog water is a way of saying trash. Something That's is dog the most water. ridiculous. It's what what about dog water? Is tra- I don't put dog water. I have a dog. I don't put his water in the trash. I let it evaporate or he drinks it. That's it. Another or phrase. When it, you're absolute garbage at what you do, you're literally dog water. You've never heard that phrase? I think we're getting too cute over dog shit. I think dog shit it's, is perfectly it's adequate. Dog water. No, no, no. I think dog shit has been perfectly adequate for the last 20 years. And then people now want to get cute with dog water. <laughs> I mean, all right, whatever. Uh, Josh oh, Allen did not look good. He threw what four four interceptions, three interceptions, three and interceptions, had a fumble. one fumble. Oof, brutal. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, but um, Aaron Rodgers. Listen, man. Listen, let me put I, it up. I I, I I touched on this. I'm not his fan, but this is probably it. This this cheers. Is, yeah. Here's to a Hall of Fame career. I liked him. Listen, I liked him when he had the WWE World Heavyweight Championship with Clay Matthews and they beat the Steelers. Yeah. But that was the, that was like the cool whole Rodgers. And then yeah, he went... didn't like the whole Jeopardy. Yeah. The whole uh, sitting in darkness, uh, mushrooms, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but listen, I think it's comfortable to say like he signed a two year contract with the Jets. He's obviously out this year. You're looking at at least a year and a half rehab. He probably. I'm pretty confident he won't be. I'm not adopted, but I'm pretty confident um, he won't be ready for week one next year. He's 40. Do you really want to go through all this rehab? I don't know, but I think there's a very good chance that this is probably it. So I got to think never been gonna, a true yeah. fan, but poor one out. I got to think this could mean retirement for him. That's I look, I there's you never wish a player to get injured because I would never want to go through that shit. But in any normal circumstance, like, you just like you have to like feel shitty for them, like for Jets fans and for Rodgers. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you move, oh, yeah. you spent a, you spent your whole Hall of Fame career with one team. You get a chance to adventure out. You move to a whole new city. 
you're part of a whole new team. You, you're able to bring on players that you want. You assembled your own wide receiver roster group. You had all this offseason. You were on hard knocks. You know, you're getting excited. You got the Jets are in top 10 rankings. They're going to be in the playoffs. The Jets haven't had good, good team this good, good team this good. They haven't looked this good in a while. And then what, four plays into the season and you're out for the whole year, possibly your whole career now. It sucks. And I, I mean, like you said, I've, I've really soured on Rodgers. I'm not really a fan of him anymore. Not, I mean, I never was, but I, at least, you know, I can respect the game. Very much like Brady. Respect the game, but yeah, it's Well, I mean, I, I, two different animals. Brady never went on Jeopardy or climbed in a cave to do much. Yeah, but he won seven Super receivers. Bowls and beat your team in the Super Bowl once, so. Completely irrelevant. I, I have more respect for Brady as a winner than I do Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I have more respect for Brady, Jeopardy. but I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, Anyways. well, moving on. Are you in a bad mood or a good mood? I'm assuming you're in a bad mood. Let me think. Uh, my, mm, Yeah, let's go bad mood first so I can have uh, cheery vibes. I mean, I mean, you're Mr. C- minus on a defense that had a pick six, gave up 20 points, and had a fumble, a forced fumble for a uh, you know touchdown drive. But we'll I stick mean... to it. All right, so uh, this list... This list has got a little firepower to it, so we'll we'll uh, we're gonna start the week one dud list with uh, a Super Bowl hero and two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And Bulls? my third dud here right now, boy, does life come at you fast? One week, or actually one day. I mean, like <laughs> shit, three days beforehand. You're signing the richest contract in NFL history. Life is good. You got mm. the flow going mm. on that contract signing picture. Mm-hmm. You're examining. You got the pensmanship. Life is good. And then you roll out to your division opponent on week one and you go 14 of 31 for 82 yards. And Dakota, that is not your last math test grade. That is 82 oh. yards. That's actually pretty accurate. I was very much a B math student. 82 yards, no <laughs> touchdowns, just nothing sexy. You were getting were your ass chased up and down. It was like it was like his old childhood neighborhood and all of his old booty calls from high school running him down for that new contract. That defensive line was chasing him his entire life. So listen, one day you're signing a big contract for big money. The next day. You're getting absolutely ruined by your division rival Mm -hmm. in an embarrassing, embarrassing. And this is why I keep emphasizing embarrassing because the Eagles, yeah, they didn't look good, but they did win. Good teams find a way to win. Sure. So in an embarrassing division loss, Mr. Joe Burrow comes in as the richest richest man in NFL history and got just destroyed. Really, no other way to look about it. You could say the ice melted and he looked like dog water. Okay. All right. So, moving on to one of the other best quarterbacks in the NFL, another oh. AFC quarterback, another quarterback that dropped a game to a division opponent in an Ooh. ugly loss. Ooh. He lives and he dies by just the big plays. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. He is Mr. Electric. He makes plays no one else can. He's a force in the running game. He put up some stats, you know, better than, you know, Joe Burrow, not saying much. 29 to 41, 236. He did have a touchdown, but dude, this guy is 
he's just so reckless. He's <laughs> he makes a couple more splash plays than prime Carson Wentz did, but five sacks, three interceptions, and a fumble. That is horrendous. You lost to Zach Wilson on a walk-off punt return touchdown. Like, where, where, where do you want to find confidence here? If you lost to Aaron Rodgers with three interceptions, a forced fumble, and five sacks, you still wouldn't feel good. You scored 16 points. Tyler Bass had, what, nine of them? Mm -hmm. Outrageous. He looked awful. He looked like everything that Josh Allen, everything that is holding back Josh Allen from being truly great is what you saw on Monday Night Football. Just horrendous football. Passes that didn't need to be made. Fumbles that were just in the worst possible time. Just really horrendous decision-making and playmaking. Really tough. Like so Josh Josh Allen plays like he's playing like street ball. Like he like or backyard football. Like he he gives zero fucks about what could possibly happen. He's just like, ah, I'm just yeah, gonna fucking I mean, chug it. Like, 15 points. This is this is why I mean Josh Allen's always been like this in his career. Yeah. We talked about this in our top 10 rankings because obviously now yeah. we're starting to catch on. That's why we didn't have him. I don't think any of us had him top three for this exact yeah, see, reason. This is see, this is the now people are catching on. Like, I mean, yeah, well, he makes geniuses, some incredible but... plays, of course. But he makes some incredible plays, don't get me wrong. But 15 points, you didn't make any incredible plays. You cost your team this win that you should have had easily. You were playing Zach Wilson. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean... But moving on. So yeah. Josh Allen is my number two dud. And don't get me wrong. Joe Burrow and Josh Allen both deserve to be number one dud. But they're both very good players. I'm not going to sit here and act like they're not. I'm not going to be that guy who's trying to tell you they're terrible. They're awful. They're the worst quarterbacks ever. They're going to win their team many games this year. They're going to te- They're going to keep their teams in the playoff contention. And they're going to take them very far in the playoffs. But there's one player who is so irrelevant, looks like a goblin, has the worst picture in history because he has this like cheap knockoff J.C. Penny ski mask that doesn't even cover his face. He looks like a gargoyle. He sucks at football, and he can't catch a goddamn ball. Uh. Because if I had three <laughs> of those opportunities, I would have caught at least one of them. I was like, "Where are you going with but this?" I mean, I mean, I mean, what do you what? <laughs> it looks like what a moment like find me bigger moments than having a ball bounce off your hands for a pick six or dropping a ball on a on a first and down like a fourth and out drive to win the game and mm-hmm. they had a 20 yard reception hit his hands and he drops it those are just the two just disgusting national tv this guy's awful drops he had another one thrown in there for good measure and i know this is thursday night football a lot's happened since then but you know like a fine wine i'm worth the wait so Kadarius tony mostly because i hate you because your stupid punt return your draft status with the giants and the fact that you're irrelevant and look like a gargoyle you suck you had an opportunity no no fuck him you had an opportunity with travis kelsey down I hope every loser that that drafted him in fantasy or ever thought that, oh, Juju's out, Kelsey's hurt, Hardman's out, Kadarius Tony, that's the guy. He's irrelevant. He sucks. 
Patrick Mahomes couldn't breathe life into that corpse. That gargoyle is the worst ever. See on your fantasy. He's the team? number one dud. No, no, fuck. Oh, Do you okay. think you're out of your I mind. mean, you're going at him. I don't know. I know I haven't gone over that punt return because he's such a hateable player. He's the Eli Apple of offense. I mean the only difference, yeah. the only difference is that asshole has a Super Bowl ring. And he had a punt return. Well, the punt return happened last did. year, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I give nice. an honorary uh dud. I mean, it won't be respected, but go ahead. Um, I don't know what his name is, but the uh Bills punter for a top ten worst tackle attempt I've ever seen in my life. Oh, uh, that was awful. He like he jumped. He like jumped in the air and like tried to push him, and I was like, "What are you? What are you trying to achieve? You're pushing him towards the middle of the field, not not even the sideline." Like I just, you know what that looked like? If I'm a middle punter, school... I'm fucking laying out there. I don't want the game to to be all my fault because I punted right to the guy. Oh, he made some uh, good. No, no. He made he, some good plays. He's... He yeah, saw nice that juke. blocker coming. He saw that blocker coming, and he realized this is my uh, my living. You know what it looked like? It looked like a middle school dance when you got the circle going, and you're going to come out of nowhere and just hop up and give it the shoulder push to your boy because Soldier Boy just hopped on, and you need to kill it. Awful. But now that we finished with the goblin. The goblin. I thought it was a gargoyle. He's... And miraculously, it's the most impressive thing he does is he's both. Every Halloween uh, in, costume. Let's move on to the positive. Okay. So we're going to move on to a guy who, I mean, this one's easy. I mean, you know, third stud, don't get me wrong. I mean, we got to put some guys out there. Usually third stud is just, there's usually a game where one team just dominates the other and you have to go pick the guy who had the biggest, you know, stat line. And that's what I'm going to do. But at the same time, I'm picking a guy who had a little more juice into it than other games. So eight receptions, 129 yards, and two tutties. But not only two tutties, but he had fucking one of them, two of them, on uh, a future Hall of Famer who went out on his podcast, because now everyone's got a podcast, and talk mm-hmm. shit. So let's go with Brandon Ayuk, who on this first touchdown, you know, made Patrick Peterson go through the slip and slide cycle. Yeah. And then on his second touchdown, jumped up, said, sit down, little boy. Go chat on your podcast. Because, you know, Patrick Peterson was the honorable mention on this uh, dead list. He had it up until Josh Allen went and had four turnovers on Monday Night Football. Hmm. But Brandon Ayuk, who gets zero respect because, you know, you had Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo like Samuel. Ayuk, personally. I mean, yeah, I mean, he he is what he is, but. He's don't don't act like uh, listen. He went out there and made two hell of a two very impressive touchdown catches on a future Hall of Famer who called him out. Mm. So Brandon Ayuk is the third stud this week. Yeah. Second stud, your boy Jesse Bates was in con- was in the conversation, mm. and and he was there. I I do this list. I put a couple names on it. I put stars next to names on the ones that are obvious. And he was there again, just like Patrick Peterson. Monday Night Football came around, and then Tyreer Whitehead yeah. had three interceptions because yeah. listen, someone has to catch those interceptions Josh Allen's throwing, and he caught all of them. He had when you factor in <laughs> when you factor in the fact that his team lost their starting quarterback and they won the game, and I mean he was the most important player. I mean, you have to give it to him. It was the biggest upset, I would say, this entire week. 
when you factor in the injury. Yeah. And he was the most dominant force. So Tyree or Whitehead catching yeah. more receptions by Josh Allen than probably, you know, well, most of the wide receivers on his team. I think I saw it was either the Jets or the Bills. I think it's the Jets had the same amount of of receptions as an offense that he did interceptions. At like one, whenever he had his third interception, they only had three catches I mean, on offense. I was like, listen, damn. When Josh Allen is just throwing it up there for no good reason, someone that he doesn't intend to catch it is going to catch it. And Tyree Whitehead just happened to go catch all of them. He was good. But now I, I know who your number one is. So, well, so actually, first... it could be one of two people. So I'm curious which one you picked. Our first stud comes from. Honestly, the best game of week one. Yeah. 36 to 34 shootout. Mm-hmm. In week one, you never see that. Well, I mean, Dolphin Charges, I expected this game to be a shootout, but 36 to 34? Like, yeah. I don't know about that. Like, yeah. That's 70 points yeah. of did you did you look around the league and see the low scoring that happened? Yeah. Sweet September. But, I mean it's gonna be polar opposites the whole month, but Continue. Let's 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 talk about one of the best like football players in the sport. He is a game changer. Eleven receptions for two hundred and fifteen yards. Like we're just gonna act like two hundred yards is just common. Two hundred and fifteen yards, two touchdowns, just dominant fashion. Constantly making plays. Did you did you see a couple of his deep balls? I did. Like they're not even close. <laughs> Like, I mean, you and me know who, you know, we're intelligent people. We we follow the game, but we're not getting paid to do it. Not yet. Not We've yet. tried for a long time, but you've yet to been paid for it. But we're doing our thing. We should. <laughs> we know that he's very fast. We know that he's very good. Oh, he is called the cheater. But there's, a, there's like, other people get paid a lot of money to know this, too. And they just don't seem like they do. Because, like... <laughs> Shit, there was the one touchdown. It was like it was like a thirty-yard go route. Like, dude, it's it's not like eighty yards down the field. It's like thirty or forty yards or whatever. How do yeah. how are you letting him beat you that bad? Yeah, play some Jonathan Gannon defense. Beat eighty yards off the feet off the line of scrimmage. But I mean, it only it only makes sense. We're gonna give the number one stud spot to one of the elite players in the NFL. Probably top, top ten three. NFL player. Top three. Top, well, top three wide receiver. I was going to say, he's but yeah, definitely. I would say top 10 wide receiver or top 10. NFL I think, player. He, I mean, he's making the conversation, but uh-huh. we're going to go with Tyree kill who on a, on a good Dolphins team. I think the Dolphins will be good. I've, I've thought the Dolphins will be good for, you know, as long as Tua stays healthy. Yeah. It's a big if, but I mean, it's a big if he, I mean, he's one hit to the head and there is no protocol he's done, but Tyree hmm. kill is a menace. Now I have a, I have a follow-up question for you. In re- in recent memory, can you remember a wide receiver that not only downgraded his quarterback option, but went from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a young, up and coming quarterback, and and got better? Do you remember a receiver who left his quarterback and only got better with a lesser quarterback? Oh, I mean, you put me on the spot right now. I know. That's what I do best. I mean, you're okay at it. You're 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 very okay at it. I mean, there's only so many Hall of Fame quarterbacks that we've seen. Not Hall of Fame, but I'm saying like you know you have a really good starting 
you know, upper echelon quarterback, you leave. The All team right, I got and you one. Only I actually, I got one. I got better. one. I got one, and this one's obvious because it's not that far off. Devonte Adams. Oh, Devonte. Uh, no. Did he? Has he been better with the Raiders? Uh, I mean, he. Uh, we just went. We both had him as our number one wide receiver last year. Hmm. I mean, come on there, buddy. You had him as your number one wide receiver last year with Derek Carr, who I think Derek Carr and Tua are pretty close. Yeah, Aaron I mean, Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes? Ah, come on now. I, I guess that's fair. I can see that. But, I mean, everyone, like you said, everyone was – I mean, I was I was skeptical of how he was going to play when he left Kansas City. But uh... – I mean, he's such a skill set. He's got a skill set that translates. Yeah. Like, the guy – it's not like – Guys like um, throw on a couple names out there, like Michael Thomas or Wes Welker. Those are reception guys that you know rely on the ball going to them a lot. Mm-hmm. Devonte Adams just gets open all the time. He's so yeah. nasty. He's like Allen Iverson off the line. Tyreek Hill is just so fast. True. You know these guys just get open. They don't need the ball thrown to them 150 times a year, and it doesn't need to be in the perfect spot. They just make plays happen. All right. But yeah, I mean, outside that, obviously, I came with my wit, my humor, and my uh, incredible football knowledge really quickly. But outside that, no, I could not name one. Fair enough. I'll take that. Uh, so now, as Tim slides himself inside the cold, eg- exiting the terrace, um, we're gonna get into some too much whiz. Which, you know, I don't know if I want to do this right now because I'm pretty fucking hungry. But I got him for you. Ready, Tim? Go ahead. All right. Number one, too too much whiz. The Jets are done for without Aaron Rodgers. Then by done for, I mean they are going to miss the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I think the question more comes down to who are they signing? I mean, they benched Zach Wilson twice last year. They went to get Aaron Rodgers because they don't believe okay. in him. Okay. Against the Bills. I mean, listen, they won that game. Against the Bills, who are very good. Defense good looks good. Defense looks very good. There's players in offense. Garrett Wilson made a hell of a catch. Brees Hall looked that awesome. That catch was crazy. That's so I much concentration. I'm 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 gonna say too much wins. They're I, I they're too good. They're too good all around. Okay. Their offensive line is a little weak. I mean, obviously Rodgers got. I mean, hurt, that first but... drive, Rodgers was running for his life. I'm like, you can't. <laughs> this is bad. I mean, you're not wrong, but listen, you get an incredible run game with those two running backs. Garrett Wilson looks awesome. More importantly, that defense looks so good. Yeah. Can you bring in, like, I don't know, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan? Can you imagine Carson Wentz goes to the Jets and, like, resurrects his career and they do well? Oh, my God. Carson Wentz is just Zach Wilson, eight years older. Yeah, that's true. All right. So I I think think it's going to be too much to overcome for them. But we'll see. Um, my second question. Too much whiz. After a embarrassing loss to a Rodgers-less Jets, are Sean McDermott and Josh Allen already on the hot seat? Josh Allen, no. He's already locked in. Look at what the quarterbacks are in the NFL. Desmond Ritter started games. You know, Sam Howell started you know, there's there's too many bad quarterbacks for Josh Allen to be on the heads on the hot seat. Sean McDermott on the hand. Find me a team that has underperformed more than the Bills. Yeah. But 
they've constantly underperformed. The Chiefs have been there multiple times. How the Bengals made it once. They they're just a they just always fall in the big moments. I, yeah. I, I think the pressure comes on Sean McDermott, but Josh Allen will be fine. Yeah, I I I like Sean McDermott, so you know it sucks that he's had so many struggles, but. I also think that's kind of in the same vein as Josh Allen, where it's like, if we fire Sean McDermott, is there really a better option out there right now? Maybe the enemy gets his shot, but... You have a better chance know. of finding a good coach than you do a good quarterback. I agree. Like uh, An elite level, like sometimes elite level quarterback in Josh Allen, but... All right, and then my final too much whiz, Eagles related. Too much whiz. At this point, in his Eagles career, Jake Elliott is better than David Akers. Oh. Oh, that's actually a good question. Look at you I, coming I with know. the fierce. I, uh, I, I was I saw, you know, I saw the all the field goals he was kind of like, you know what? He's been consistent and reliable, and he makes big kick, big time kicks. He makes long field goals. Occasional so, extra point miss here and there, but that is a big if. I mean, kickers kickers are a very boring position. You know, mm-hmm. they they require a certain amount of swagger. But finding a, a certain good, amount. consistent kicker for multiple years is tough. Oh, obviously. I, I, I'm not saying Jake Elliott's a bad kicker. But I will – I take David Akers. He's got the swagger. He's got the incredible draft pick. Like, Jake Elliott has been – I mean, he won a Super Bowl. He was – in a, you know, he was the kicker for the NFC uh, championship team. But, I mean, David Akers was part of an error, and I thought he was more important than Jake Elliott is. I mean, it's a different NFL. You know, the mm-hmm. NFL David Akers was in was, you know, more defense, defense and not grindy. his offense. Yeah. His <clears throat> his field goals meant more. Jake Elliott, like, you know, you're losing a Super Bowl with, what, 33 points or whatever the hell they scored. Yeah. You know, Jake Elliott doesn't matter in that game. Sure. And now I will say – um, I agree with you. I think it's too soon. I think Akers had, you know, best Eagles kicker ever. Um, he is almost he's he's almost exactly, um, halfway to Akers' career. Like he's played Akers has played 188 games. Elliott's played 97. But they're like he's on the trajectory. If he if he matches the amount of games Akers played. And he'll eclipse his uh, eclipse or get very close to his points total because Akers has the most career points for an eagle with 1,323. Yeah, so there you go. But Elliot's close. I, I didn't realize he was that far away, but then I didn't realize David Akers played that many games. And I remember That's how long he played in the league. So I mean, you're definitely having a conversation. It's a good conversation for sure. For sure. Uh, talent wise, I think it's a question, but I think right now, yeah, Akers probably very ahead. But that's my. Three too much whiz for the uh, first week of NFL action. So, that being said, we can go. I'll, I'll ask you: Would you like to do power rankings, or would you like to do our picks for the week? Rattle off our powder rankings. Powder rankings. Oh, our powder rankings. Okay. All right. So, starting off at number ten, we have the Buffalo Bills dropping quite a bit, but still an elite team. Still will be in the playoffs. Uh, number nine, we have the Browns, who looked, like we said, defense looked really good. The offense was good enough. I mean, you still have, you know, Nick Chubb, who's my best running back in the league. So 
see how they do. Bengals dropped a bit. They were, I think, three uh, in the preseason rankings. They dropped to eight after that dismal game. It was half to drop them back. Lions knocking off the uh, Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs. So they move up to seven. Jaguars, I think, look really good. They're up at six. Unfortunately, the Cowboys also look good, at least on defense and special teams. So they're now at five. Number four, we have the Dolphins after that, you know, phenomenal offensive showing against the Chargers. Chiefs dropped back two spots to number three. 49ers looked like they're the second best team in the NFC East, so they are number two. And the Eagles slide up one spot because the Chiefs dropped back um, because they also still won their game. So we have the Eagles at number one because not going to drop them from losing. So that is your power rankings. Go Birds, of course. Now, okay. Speaking of, speaking of, uh, so to recap, I had a terrible first week of picks. I was a little bold because I was like, "Hey, it's week one. Teams that win, these teams that aren't supposed to win, um, will win." And I picked the wrong games, <laughs> so, um, I went six and ten in game picks. Mm, not my best. Terrible. Not my best. You went seven and nine, so you weren't you weren't much better. Week one, and then we had uh, Nick pick our guest picks and he went 10 and 6 i feel like nick always does well so good thing we keep him on the guest list longevity (laughs) um for this week i got my buddy mike uh doing game picks he's been on a couple episodes to talk to birds and so he got me his picks over and we will run through it so starting off we have obviously eagles and the vikings on thursday night football so i don't mean I don't think there's much uh, debate here. I'm going to go. Eagles birds. will yeah. smash the Vikings again. I, I'm not. I'm not so sure about the uh, smash, but we'll see. Yeah, they will. All right. Well, next game. Oh well, Mike also picked the Eagles. Uh, first game on Sunday, we have the Packers at the Falcons. Mike is picking Green Bay. Who do you like? I'd have to go with Jordan Love. The Falcons did not excite me. Jordan Love did. Sadly, I uh, agree with you. I was actually surprised by Jordan Love's play. Um, he looked he looked pretty good, honestly. I mean, as the Bears look bad on defense, but they show out when you have to. So, next game we have is the Raiders at the Bills. I think this is a bounce back game for the Bills, so I'm going to yeah. take Buffalo. I I agree as well. Yeah, they're. The Bills are better than the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, and they're better than the Raiders. There's no way they lose both these games. Agreed. Uh, Mike also took Buffalo there. Um, Let's see. Next game we have Baltimore at Cincinnati. This is a pretty big game. Mike is taking Baltimore. It's got to be another bounce back game. The Bengals are too good to lose two division games back-to-back. I I I think at since at home you can't go zero and two and Joe Burrow after that huge contract cannot put up eighty yards again. So so far I'm agreeing with you again. Cincinnati for me. Um, next game we have Seattle at Detroit. Mike is picking Detroit. You know what? I mean, what did Seattle do? I mean, they got blown out by a shitty team. Detroit yeah. went and knocked off the defending Super Bowl champs. I mean, roll with the Lions. They got a long week. 
Yeah, I'm also going to roll with the with the Lions here. I think a lot of these games are going to be pretty one-sided this week. Um, next game we have is Chargers at the Titans. Mike is taking the Chargers. I will also be taking the Chargers. I mean, you have one team that put up 34 points and the other team that don't looks like they don't know how to play offense. So, yeah, I'm going with Chargers. I, mean, I already wrote down Chargers for you because I didn't, didn't think you were going to go with the upset there. But Yeah. Um, next game is Chicago at Tampa. Let's go Baker Mayfield. Tampa's got some juice. Um, Mike also took Tampa. You know what? I'm kind of... Go ahead. Do it. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I agree. I think the Bucks look pretty decent, um, but yeah, I, I did not. I was not impressed with the Bears in any facet. They look bad on both sides of the ball. So, um, next game we have is where is it? Oh, here is my upset of the week. Which you know now I'm mad because Mike also picked the Jaguars to beat the Chiefs, but we had Casey at Jacksonville. I know oh, no, two for the Chiefs. Uh... Sounds whack. No, I'm and taking I think the Chiefs. What Jones do you mean? should be back. This... Kelsey should be back. But <laughs> what? I'm sorry. You just mentioned Kelsey and Jones are going to be back. What? What are we talking about? I'm taking the Chiefs. They have a long week. They just lost week one. No, it's the Chiefs. It's not even close. Hmm. I di- I didn't factor in the fact that they've been off since last Thursday. No, go ahead. Make your cute little upset prediction. I'm taking the Chiefs. No, actually, I think I might agree with you now. Oh, you're such a cop out. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't know. Uh, I just saw Chris Jones said signed a, a one year contract. So, all right, I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna go KC as well. I think the Jags will. Will. I don't know. Yeah, it's too soon. On to the next one. Uh, we have the Colts at the Texans. Wow, that's a fucking prime time game right there. <laughs> You know what? I saw more out of the Colts. I, I liked what I saw from Anthony Richardson. I think they got some life. Steichen, is, it looks like he's got some juice. I'm going go with the, the Jonathan Taylor-less Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts, too, as did Mike. Uh, next game is San Fran at the Rams. Again, these games are lopsided. I'm going to go with uh, San Fran. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine. There's There's a big difference in talent there. Hmm. Where is that? In LA. I mean, not that the Rams have a, a home field advantage. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> I'm tempted. Hmm. I don't know, man. Fortnite did look really good, sadly. I you mean, won't. fuck it. Let's go Rams. There I'll take go. the Rams. That's my that's my upset. You always gotta have one upset. Of the week. I've heard enough. I understand. Um, Giants at the Cardinals. Talk about misery. Uh, I'm going to go Giants here, as did Mike. Yeah, I mean, ugh. yeah, I have to. <laughs> Next game is ooh, Jets at the Cowboys. Mike's yeah, picking there's Dallas. no way. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that you go into a week with Zach Wilson and they lose. Yeah. Yeah. And it's at Dallas. Yeah. Um, be okay. This, the next, this game is probably the only toss up of the entire week. 
the Washington Commanders at the Denver Broncos. I'm taking Denver. I think uh, I think Russ lets it ride. All right. Um, just to be different, I will take Den. I will take uh, Washington. And I mean, Mike, you could flip a coin on that one. Yeah, Mike took uh, the Broncos. Um, and then the. Do we not have a Sunday night football game tomorrow or next Sunday? We got two Monday nights. We do. Why is that? I don't, I don't have Sunday night football next week. Time, daylight savings? No, that's not until November. I'm just throwing out All right, anyways, um, Dolphins at the Patriots. This is you another one I'm, I'm actually kind of iffy on. I don't know. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to take my upset here. Because okay. the Patriots showed some juice on defense. I think Bill Belichick comes and shows, you know, they, they they are respected. I like what I saw from Mac Jones. I mean, I think Bill O'Brien brought him back to life. I'll take the Patriots here. All right, well, I'm, I'm taking Dolphins. Uh, Mike is taking the Dolphins. And like you said, two Monday night games. So we have New Orleans at Carolina and uh, Cleveland Ugh. at Pittsburgh. So first one, New Orleans at Carolina. I'm going to take the Saints. Come March. I'm taking I'm taking the Saints and Cleveland. Saints and Cleveland. I will also be taking Cleveland as will Mike. And Mike also took the Saints. So pretty pretty uh lopsided week here. A lot of a lot of good teams fighting a lot of bad teams, or a lot of bad teams fighting a lot of worse teams. So we'll see how it how it honestly Eagles, Vikings, and Yeah, that's and Baltimore Cincy. Baltimore Cincy and Eagles Vikings are probably the best two games you'll see all week. Listen, it's week Maybe. two. You never you never know who's gonna be good. That's true. We didn't know but, that. But hey, but, to next week when we do this after the Eagles smash the Vikings. I only hope. So till then, go birds and uh go birds. Man, football is back, baby. Let's go, baby. Woo. Peace. Peace. Thank you again for listening to the Post Fades and Cheesesteak Sports Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on all your major platforms. Follow us on YouTube. Follow the show on Spotify and Apple. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Have a great day and tune in next week.